Hallelujah. The Christmas story is always a new story to us. Because it must be new. Because God will always continue to do new things. And I would like to give Luke account, one of the few Gentiles that have written the Bible. I think, if not the only. So, from the perspective of the historian, a doctor, he carefully got his message from first-hand witnesses. So, he crafted it in a way and revealed Christ to us. So, we look at Luke chapter 2 from verse 4. So, Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house of the Lion of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in a cloth and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were shepherds living out in the field nearby, watching over their flock at night. And the angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people, not for any tribe, but for all people, not for the rich alone, but for all people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in a cloth and lying in a manger. Suddenly, after I finish, a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men, on whom his favor rests. Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth. On earth here. If there are any time we need this message, it's now. <laughs> on earth, peace to those. Did, did you read it? Peace to which evil? To those whom his favor rests. So this message is peace to certain type of people. And let me continue to the 18. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherd said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened. Who the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. 
while they had seen him, they spread the word. While they have seen him, you can never meet Christ and keep quiet. While they have seen him, what did they do? They spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherd said to them. But Mary, I love this, but Mary treasured what? Up all these things and pondered them in her heart. And pondered them in her heart. Hallelujah. This story I've been given, you've been hearing the story over and over and over again, and we can recite the story. But anytime Christmas comes, it is renewed in our heart. Here is a story. The angel appeared to Mary and told Mary, you're going to give birth to a baby boy, and he will be a savior. He will save the entire world. He will become this and that and that. Then he said, for this news to be confirmed, your cousin Elizabeth is also pregnant. The one that was called barren. The one that has been written off in this world. The one that people have named after her problem. The one that everyone has given up is pregnant. And I believe, I know, I believe that Mary knew how old Lisbeth was because they were related. And I believe that Mary knows that Lisbeth was barren. And I believe that Mary in the family house, they have been talking about Lisbeth. So all the family know about Lisbeth, that Lisbeth has never got a child, and she's going to die, nobody's going to inherit her, and, they, and all this, they've written her off. And here, an angel appeared to her and said, your cousin, Lisbeth, is also pregnant at six months. She hurriedly, I like her reaction, after hearing the word of the Lord, Mary asked a similar question that Zachariah asked. But Mary believed. She wanted to understand how her case could be. So God gave her a reference that, look, Mary, this has happened, this has happened, the impossible has happened to your listen. So she believed and said, let it be according to your word. So Mary quickly got up and never wasted time. And she went to Lisbeth. The moment she went there, the babe in the womb of Lisbeth leaped for joy. Even the babies recognized Jesus. Leaped for joy. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon Lisbeth, and Lisbeth had to speak the word of God through the influence of the Holy Spirit. Mary stayed with Lisbeth for another three months. Probably after she gave birth, because she was six months, and went there six months, and stayed with her 
six, uh, three months, mean that nine months. Maybe after she gave birth, she went uh, to wherever she was. Then it was time for her to give birth. And Mary and Joseph were living in Nazareth. Then a decree came that everyone should go and register. So it was calculated that prophecy will be fulfilled. But there was no way Joseph and Mary will go to Bethlehem and choose to give birth to Jesus. They were living in Nazareth and they had to move to Bethlehem. So how would they go? There was a decree. They didn't have control over the geopolitical system. But it made a decision. Sometimes government can make a decision and can affect the church. That's why we have to pray for government. Is it because when they make a decree, we are supposed to, to obey. So don't sit down for it to be made before you say, I'm going to pray. No. Pray that they will make the right decision that will go in line with God's purpose. Complaining doesn't solve the problem. You can complain, you can make if the decree is there, you have to obey. So they didn't have any control over it. Even though Caesar was in charge of the civilized world then, but God was fully in control. I don't know what came into his mind at that particular time to make that decree, but God ignited something. Sometimes you are going and something happened to you. Ah, Mikura, should I go and visit my friend? It's not you. God has something for you somewhere. And he kicked it in, and you feel like traveling to go and visit somebody. Meanwhile, there is a, 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 a talk you're going to say, who will lead you to something and lead you to where you're going to work? At that particular time, God is waiting to give you the message and direct you to somebody who can help you to get to your destiny. So God sometimes controls our life un unknowingly, but he tries to navigate us through life. So a decree was made. He has to obey. They have to move to Bethlehem and have to carry this, go with uh, 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 Mary. Under normal circumstances, they wouldn't have gone if they said he, uh, they should move there. They say, oh, let Mary give birth before we get there. But this is a decree, and they must obey the decree, so they have to carry the baby. Just like some of you, you were born in Tamale, not because you come from Tamale, but because your father was transferred there. And your mother had to give birth. Some of the hospitals you, your mother gave birth to, you didn't choose. Neither did your mother choose that, I want to go. It's only few people that will choose that, I want to go and give birth in Kolebu. Sometimes you travel to some, and you want to, some, some of the children, they, they won't tell you when they're coming. They start moving. So it was so. They traveled and went to Bethlehem. The place was full because everybody was coming to count. And sometimes, while people move like that, 
The villages, people live there and come to Accra. Christmas and Easter, the whole town is full. All the hotels were full. And they didn't know what to do. And here is it, and the woman now wanted to give birth. The only place they had was a manger. They gave birth to that baby there. And I thank God. What is in a manger? The Christmas decorations, you see them nice like this, with trees, beautiful, but that was not the scene in the manger. The scene and the condition in which Jesus was born is not the type of condition we see nice white shirt, nice shoes, beautiful suit like this. That was not the picture. The picture we see today wasn't the picture Jesus was born in. If they took you to where Jesus was born at that time, it's not a nice smell, smell of animals, because he was the lamb of God. And lambs are not born in a hotel. So that was where he was born. Then, the moment he was born, let me continue from the verse 8. Now, they were in the same what? Country, shepherd living out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. The shepherd were watching. They were watching. Others were sleeping. So those who were watching, they were the one that saw the angel. As you move in life, be watching and you see the sign. They were watching their flock by night. So the first people that God announced the birth of Jesus Christ to were shepherd. The wise men were later on. I think that the wise men, by the time they got there, Jesus was around one and a half to two years. But the king said that kill all the children from two years down, according to what they told him the time they saw it. So maybe Jesus was walking them. But this shepherd met him as a baby. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them. And the glory, I love it, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were greatly afraid. While we are here, how many of you are here because of Jesus and because of God? How many believe that God is here? How many believe that when we worship God, God comes in our midst? If an angel now comes before us, come down, light all over, you see the commotion in this room. Those who rush and jump out of the windows. So the angel arrived, 
and behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. They were swallowed in God's glory, in God's power. The announcement brought God glory upon the shepherd and common men. Then suddenly, bright light broke through the darkness. While they were there, bright light broke through the darkness. The Old Testament, the Bible said, those who sit in darkness have seen a great light. This shepherd were living and staying at night, which is dark, but light appeared. Then Tarwell is lying in darkness, but light can appear. The light came, the way to drive away darkness is to bring light. When light comes, darkness moves away. You don't chase darkness, you bring light, and light replaces darkness. The brightness was so much that they were afraid, and that is the normal thing with men. It's only few that met God and wasn't afraid. I don't know who. Anyone who met God present was afraid. Moses was afraid. Everybody was afraid. The Moses that said he talked face to face when he met God. He was afraid. All of us afraid. Anytime God appeared, thank God that he came through his son, through a man like that, so that we won't be afraid. If God were to come the way he is and not through a man, we'll all be running away. So he decided to come through his son, who can be like us, which will not be afraid, <laughs> which we can approach and touch and receive food from him and eat and rejoice. They were afraid. And the angel told them, the word of the Lord cannot come until fear is dealt with. So the angels told them, let's look at what angel And the angel said to them, do not be afraid. Tell somebody, do not be afraid. Whether you have biscuit, whether you have fowl, whether you have money, do not be afraid. The world looks very fearful. The news that are coming makes you feel to be afraid. You don't know what the future will be. Everything is coming and fear. I remember, I think two years ago, is it two years ago, when the COVID came, there was great fear in the world. Presidents, you see them, pastors, all of us, why do I say we're, we're all afraid? We're all afraid. All of us. We have to do church online. The COVID is still there. But the fear has left. The thing has been changed. <laughs> it's the fear that has changed. Fear has a way of crippling men. And this few days fear threw the world into some kind of recession or difficult time. 
Faith will lift a nation. Faith will lift people. The appearance of God brings faith, not fear. Anytime men want to fear come on men, he gives them a word which is called, do not be afraid. Say, do not be afraid. Then let's continue. He said, so light show wherever there is darkness in your life. Today I assure and prophesy to you that the birth of Jesus Christ bring the news of light into your situation so that you can see things clear and make the right decision in life. So the birth of Jesus Christ is to bring light to us so that we can see our way clear. So this angel visited the shepherd. Shepherd where people, let me call them the low-class people. Nobody even, they didn't trust them well. They, these they were called the uneducated one. We'll call them the lowly people, those who are very low on the ladder. They, nobody respected them. These were the people. That was, I think, the reason why when Samuel went to David's father and said, bring me your children because God has sent me to anoint one. The man never thought about the shepherd. He knew God never chose shepherds. There are some of you, you think nobody will choose you, but you are the best. The father brought what he thinks will fit into God's timetable. This one is qualified. He's tall, huge, and in those days, military, before you enter the military, or because you, before you become a king, you have to become a military leader because you are the commander. So they look at your physique, how you stand, how you look like, how strong you are, how you do. He looked at his elder son. He said, this one will be the one. When, when the prophet came, he looked at the elder son. He looked at the height. He qualified for Ghana army. <laughs> that this one, he can be a general. And when he started to, God said, no, he's not the one. I've rejected him. He said, hey. He went the next man who is closer, went the next one, went the next one onto the last one. So son of the prophet himself got confused. God, who sent me to come to this house. I asked the man to bring his children. He's brought all the children according to my, what I asked. And now anyone I lay my hands on, I want to anoint, you say he's not the one. So God, did you send me? So he asked Jesse, are these all the sons you have? There is still the youngest. Jesse answered, he is tending the sheep of a shepherd. He doesn't need, God doesn't like this. He's telling him the way he does. You want a the president? There is one in the house. That one can't rule. He doesn't have the certificate. He hasn't been to school. He doesn't have ABCD. He will tell you why. Because in your mind, you write the person off. But the people Men have written off. They are the one God chooses. 
The outcasts are the one God chose. David was the one God chose. The shepherds were like the outcasts that if they were counting people, they would not be part of it. But they were the one God went and informed that my son is born. And then he said to them, do not be afraid. For behold, I bring you what? Christmas is not bad tidings. It's not the time to remember loved ones that are dead and cry. It's good tidings. Even if loved ones are dead, remember that because Christ came, they are in a better place. It's good tidings. What I'm bringing is good tidings, not bad news. So Christmas is good news. It's far beyond chicken and rice. The chicken and the rice have nothing to do with Christmas. It is a man, Jesus Christ. He is the center of Christmas. So, but the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you what? Good news that will cause great joy for all what? That good news is not to only a particular people. That good news is not only for the educated or uneducated. That good news is not for the Jew only or the Greek. That good news is not for only Ghanaians or Nigerians. It's not for only the white or the west or the east. It's for everyone, for Ghanaians, for Nigerians, for Ukrainians, for Russians, for everyone, for the Jews, for British, for Americans. That good news is universal. It's a universal good news for everyone. So if everyone who will believe that message, is that good news will be yours. Today, in the town of David, a savior has been what? Born to you. He is what? The Messiah, the Lord. Angels announce his birth. In those days, when a king is born, maybe I'm on and they know who is going to be the next king, like UK, they know the firstborn of the king. So when he gives birth to his firstborn, there's an announcement. So normally, that announcement was made the Senate in Rome. The people that matters. But this one was announced to shepherd. The shepherd has a humble heart. God looks at the humility of a heart. An angel himself went at night to shepherd and proclaimed it. And there were two different. Those who announced it, people may rejoice and clap. But this one, look at what happened. The difference between the announcement of men and the announcement of angels. One, there was the glory of God that was all around them. After he finished, 
this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in a cloth and lying in a manger. Suddenly, what happened? A great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with angel. With the angel. There's an angel that made the announcement. The moment he finished the announcement, other angels appeared. Look at what they, they did. What did they do? They sang like the choir. Uh, they were praising what? God. They were doing what? Praising God. And saying, Glory to God where? In the highest. In the highest heaven. Glory to God where? In the highest heaven. Let God's glory be to you. And on earth here, there is one to the heaven. And what happened to this earth? The glory goes to God in heaven. And on earth here, what we need is peace. Peace to those on whom his favor rests. Who are the people that his favor rests? So the birth of Christ will never benefit everyone. Not because you have, you've got money to celebrate it. But it goes to some people whose God's favor comes on. Who are the people that have the favor of God? How do we obtain favor from God? So the new birth, by grace are we saved, isn't that? Through faith. Grace means what? Unmerited favor. So God throws his unmerited favor to every one of us. That when you hear the gospel and you are accepting as your Lord and personal Savior, you are placed in a place of favor. Then this birth then benefits you. It is not for the world. It is for those who know Christ and have received him as Lord and personal Savior. All the celebration people are doing, if there's no Christ in you, the animals, the eggs, the sheep, the goat, the turkey, the cake, and all that we take is nothing. But when you have Christ in you, which is the hope of glory, you've been placed in a place that you are the one who is celebrating the Christmas. So for me, whether you have got money to celebrate it or not, that does not matter much. What matters is if there is peace in your heart. Say people that God has favored, peace comes to them. The first place that peace must rest is in your heart. People who don't have peace in them, they can't have peace with other people. Anyone that begins to fight people has a problem with himself. God begins the peaceful thing in you. There is a peace within 
then when there is a peace within you, you can have peace with other people. When there is no peace within you, you think everybody is fighting you. Even if people are coming to help you, you think they are coming to fight you. So the birth of Jesus Christ is to first place peace in our heart. Our new birth is to bring peace to us in the midst of this world that is shaking, stormy world, there will still be peace within you. So glory be to God. We give all the glory to God. But the peace is for you. God takes the glory and gives you the peace. When the angel had left them and they gone into heaven and gone into heaven, the shepherd said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see these things that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. They acted promptly. God word come when it comes upon you, don't sit down. Any word that comes, God will give his word to people who will believe. And the, the sign of believing is action. They acted promptly. And said, they said, oh, oh, let me sit down. Oh, look, our sheep will. Hey, even though you showed us, we, if we leave this sheep here, they said, let's go quickly. Suddenly, they left the ship there that night and they started going and they were going to Bethlehem, going to look for the baby. When, and when they went, they didn't go to the palace where they know where Jesus was. The angel said, he's being wrapped and he's in a manger. So they started looking for the mangers. Then they went to the manger and they saw some two people there with a baby. This is the baby. He wasn't born in a palace. It doesn't matter where you are born. It is not your birthplace that matters. It is what you are and who you are. Don't feel shy where you come from. It doesn't matter your color. It's who you are. It doesn't matter your height or your size. It's who you are. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they did what? I love these people. You can never meet Jesus and shut your mouth. Once you come in contact with him, when you know the truth, you can't keep your mouth shut. Truth cannot be shut. If it is red, nobody can change your mind and for you to see it's blue. Unless you deceive yourself that I'm going to deceive this people that this red is blue. The shepherd quickly went there. They wanted to see it with their own eye. And they saw it. And when they saw it, look at what they did. They were the evangelists. They went out. And when they had seen him, they spread what? The word concerning what had been told them about this child. How many people have you told about this word? 
about this child. When you meet on Christmas, what do you talk about? Is it the child or, or the dress or the shoe? Is it the child that is your concern or what you went to church on Christmas Day? Throughout this week, what did you talk about? Oh, they're quiet. You talked about the dollar. It's good to think about those ones. But the central theme of Christmas is Christ. Christ for the masses. Christ is for all. And that Christ is the center. Whether you are rich, whether you are poor, whether you are tall, whether you are short, from the dirty manger, they move to tell people about what they have seen. Shepherd have lowly place in society, and he came not for the proud or the powerful, but to the lowly, those considered lost on the social ladder. That's what Jesus came for. Even when he was choosing his cabinet ministers, you know the people he chose? Fishermen. And they are not these days fishermen who are educated fishermen. Peter, James, John, we said them from Galilee. These are the people that do not have names in society. They were the one he chose. And people were looking, can this carpenter use? No wonder he's a carpenter. He sees a tree and see a table in it. He sees a tree and see a bed, a beautiful bed. He sees a tree and see this nice chair which some of you are sitting on. Just sometimes you see some tree that is crooked, but somebody can take it and carve it. He sees a bed in it, and he will carve it, do it nicely, and sell it for millions of dollars. You know, when they give it, they give it to you, you will throw it away. You will use it as firewood. What do you see in a wood? What do you see in your life? You may see a crooked man. Your son who doesn't look like he's going to make it in life. Don't throw that child away. Don't write him off. There is a gift in him. Say a prophet. Maybe papa. When I say crumpful, I mean thief. Well, what does he steal? He's got a talent. <laughs> Use that talent to steal from the devil's children, not to go and save money, but steal souls. Go to the kingdom of the devil and bring them. If a gentleman who used to smoke this weed, Nima police station, they know him. He's their friend. Every time he go inside and come. When he got born again, he was a very great tool. Hey, the way that guy could bring additives to the kingdom. At a point, he brought some kind of people and I remember one of them wanted to become a pastor. And 
the, those who are making this, say, no, 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 this guy, the way his character is, the spirit is born again. But we can't trust. I remember I told them, if we believe that Christ can change men, why do we still hold the past against him? Let him so. They even disqualified him. Later, I prevailed. And he was brought. And he became one of the best pastors. Very honest pastor. Very meticulous pastor. Very intelligent pastor. Don't write anyone off. That's the reason why Christmas came. That all those written off, they can now come in. He said, the least place you can be is in the manger. Now, manger people, you can be part. Now, shepherd people, you can be part. So everyone can now become part and usable in the kingdom of God. What matters for our life is Christ. It is not joining a church. It is coming in contact with the Savior. Christmas message to him. It is not even living to please society around because human beings can give you another face of their life, but God looks into the heart of men. Sometimes people's hearts are right, but their actions may be wrong. There are some people who have learned to say the right thing, but inside. May we give our heart to him. And I want all of us, no matter whether you are king, whether you are a shepherd, whether you are what, to have a relationship with him and give your heart. Say, today, once you are born, I'm also beginning a new life with you. I used to live in this way. In my heart, this is how I want to live for you. Speak to him. Lord, help me to live in that way. I want it to be a short prayer from you to your God and tell yourself that a new day, a new year. Let your relationship with him be renewed. You used to have some burning issue to serve him. But along the line, you lost that fire. God sees and knows your intentions and sees your heart. He wants to be born. This time, not in a manger, but in your heart. That is the place he wants to live now. And he wants to live there permanently. Speak to him. It's between you and your God. Not even because of, because of men. A heavenly father. We pray for your help. We pray for your grace. We pray for your favor. We pray for your unction. Today, Lord, establish your covenant with us. The Christ that is born, the glory that shone, let us sing glory be around us. 
Oh Lord, let your message come to us in clarity. And Lord, that we'll find where our Christ is, where our Savior is. Lord, continuously speak to us, reveal to us. Put a song of peace in our heart. Lord, let peace be in our heart. A peace that is not from the world, but a peace that is from you. A peace that is not of the world, but a peace that comes from you. In the midst of this troublesome world, give us peace in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.